Hello everyone, it's Jana here with Gin to Win. Ah, fantastic, it works now. Um, I just recorded a video on my walk back from um, from um, drop-off. And then when I got back and stopped it, I noticed the needle wasn't actually moving, so I didn't actually record anything. Um, great, I'm not very lucky with um, technology at the moment. I didn't manage to upload yesterday's book because my Dropbox is a bit full. <coughs> okay, um, something that I can remedy easily, but then my computer was complaining as well and I was late too um home too late rather last night to do much about it um uh so um uh, hopefully because it's uh, it's an apple mac i don't switch it off very often so um i hope just the switching it off and back on again will will remedy it and it thinks it's got a bit more space on its hard drive otherwise i'll um i'll have to go to more drastic measures um so i'll um i'll work on that this morning see if i can upload that um, so yeah, so anyway, so I'll attempt to um, record again what I was just saying on the way up. Um, yeah, it was so late uh, because I was in London last night. We had tickets um, to see As You Like It at the Regions Park Open Air Theatre, which I recommend if you're, um, if you're near there uh, for a bit of culture. I've not been to the theatre for absolute ages and it was, um, it was fantastic. It was a modern production, um, but yeah, it was fantastic. And um, uh, even though, you know, typical, it's been really warm and we had balmy evenings for the last four weeks, but that just before we have tickets, it gets a bit cooler. Um, but we will write, um, you know, but it's a, it's a long time sitting. If you're just sitting out there, then um, it does get a tiny bit chilly. Anyway, um, uh, but I seem to be where the action is this week. Um, doesn't normally happen to me. So after the flyover on Tuesday, uh, yesterday, um, I saw Trump's helicopter arrive. Um, now, he was arriving, uh, we found out the US ambassador's residence where he would be, also where he was staying the night, but he arrived there first uh, before take, uh, being taken to Blenheim Palace in Oxfordshire for the um, official dinner with Theresa May. Um so he, yeah, the first we knew about it, we we sat having our food before the performance, and um, uh, there was just, I mean, there were there were loads and loads of helicopters circling anyway, um, but then this 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 incredible noise happened, and we looked up, and you couldn't really see behind the trees, which is why I didn't get a photo. Um, but it was weird because it sounded like a helicopter, but through the trees, it looked like a plane. So what is this weird thing? But you just would not believe the noise this thing makes. Um, and then my friend said that she'd seen pictures of the helicopter that Trump likes to travel in. Um, and she showed me a picture and I went, yes, that's that exactly. That's the one. Um, so yeah, I think they're called Osprey. I just saw a, a photo. So they look like huge helicopters, you know, like the Chinook kind. But um, I think the Chinooks are the ones with the, they have two blades, one on the front and one on the back. But these ones have the blades on the sides. So see, you know, they look quite big, but um, so um, looks a bit like antlers, um, which makes it look really weird. Incredibly noisy. And then before the performance um someone came you know one of the one of the cast came on stage and said um well you may be aware that donald trump is is in town and the entire audience went boo <laughs> and i thought good on you that's londoners 
Um, and she said, no, this isn't Panto. Um, just to tell you, if he does come back before the end of the performance, we'll have to pause because the helicopter is so noisy. But hopefully we'll finish before he comes back. Um, and they did. So they finished about half past ten. So my friend and I made it back to the to the train station. Um, and while we were still waiting for our train, because they delayed again. Um, I can't remember what the excuse was this time. Um uh we we then heard this roaring noise again so i think he was coming back around about 11 um it's probably way past his bedtime so he was coming back yeah so i so i take it the um uh i mean i saw i saw pictures of it afterwards um uh so he got the red carpet rolled out to him at blenheim um and um i don't know theresa may doesn't seem to have a stylist or someone who points these things out to her she was she was wearing a red dress, pretty much the same colour as the red red carpet. Nobody told her that that doesn't really work. Um, so some of the pictures, um, she she looks, you know, you can't really see. She seems to be emerging from the red carpet. It looks most bizarre. Um, some someone said she looks a bit like the T one thousand in Terminator. You know that that metal Terminator, the, the, the modern type that 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 just seemed to be sort of made of liquid metal and could just materialize out of pretty much everything including the floor so she looks a bit like that and she was holding hands with him again as well um even though i don't know whether it was there or at some press conference apparently he uh he he insulted her terribly um by um by saying uh the that that she's messing up brexit this is not what people voted for how does he know does he have information about this um uh, and therefore the trade deal is off. Now there are those of us who are um, breathing a sigh of relief. You know, I mean, they can they can keep their their chlorinated chicken, and we'd rather keep our NHS, such as it is. You know, we don't really want that sold off to to the Americans. Um, but um, um, what I th- I thought was a bit weird was um, I distinctly remember when um, when Barack Obama. Um, who was president before the referendum, said um, uh, the UK should stay in the EU. Um, it's very, very important. <clears throat> and, um, well, I mean, I suppose, you know, speaking on a geopolitical level for him, you know, the UK being in an alliance with the EU, you know, we're all stronger together kind of thing. So that, that made complete sense. But also from a trade point of view, um it makes sense and you know i've i've seen the survey results um uh you know the the american chamber uh surveyed um american companies in the uk and over 90% 90% which is the highest i've seen of of foreign companies in the uk said they want the uk to stay in the eu you know i've seen other results um you know from european companies and i think there were some chinese in there i mean they always had you know sort of three quarters or so were were very strongly in favor of the uk staying in the eu um but with the americans it was over 90% um because the american companies come to britain because they see it as a gateway to the rest of europe um, they can take that as a first step before you know breaking into the European market. That's you know that's that's the the language, the affinity with everything else, you know. So it's a great base for them. 
Um, and then the other way around, it also works for European companies, of course, you know, who use um, the, um, uh, the UK as a, as a step towards America and the Commonwealth. Um, so I don't think the UK really appreciates um, its unique position there um, um, to be this, this gateway for, for so many companies. Um, from around the world but anyway so the Americans was was so much in favor so I think Barack Obama was just you know apart from the political interest but was also um because he could he could see a little bit further than his own nose unlike Trump um but he could um but he was he was speaking in the interests of American companies as he should be as American president um um but I remember the leavers being absolutely up in arms about this is a this is an American president. How dare he get involved in our politics? How dare he tell us what to do? Well, I haven't had any uproar at all about Trump butting in. Um, so nobody said anything about. So he's he's saying that our our prime minister is not doing um, Brexit properly. You may have a point there, yes, but. Well, where's all the outrage about him having an opinion about what's happening here? Um, and I always find that that's, that's one reason why it's, it's so difficult to discuss anything with Brexiters, because it's always one rule for them and, and another rule for everyone else. Um, uh, so, yeah, and, um, well, Liam Fox, International Trade Secretary, ah, oh, bless him. So there was already a headline. It looked like the, the, the Sun had already published their front page spread, Trump saying Theresa May is messing up Brexit, so the trade deal is off. Um, when Fox was still tweeting, oh yeah, we have to be nice to him, special relationship, we're going to get trade deal out of it. Oh, I hope I hope someone's caught him up in the meantime. Um, well, it's funny, um, Trump won't stay a lot of time um, around here. Um, there's still going to be loads of protests in London, apparently there's a really big one planned. We were a bit worried about protests last night, in front of, you know, because it was so close to the um, um, ambassador's residence where Trump would be staying. Um, but we didn't really see anything going on, so that was fine. But I know there's big ones planned for today. Um, and there's also, actually, some of the mums have said that um, they want to go down to um, to Chequers, where he'll spend some time today, and protest there. I've even seen this build as a child-friendly protest, the one at Chequers. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um um, so yeah, but um, I think Trump's doing the same thing as he did with his inauguration, where he claimed that he had the largest crowd ever, and then the pictures proved otherwise. Um, and here, uh, he's already said that a lot of people here like him. Um, yeah, so um, hopefully, um, the hopefully massive protests will be covered um, appropriately in the media to show that that is not the case. Um, so we'll see, um, uh, the white paper was out yesterday, um, I saw some not very positive, um, um, take on, um, well, reports about the banks, um, not very happy, uh, in the German press, saying they feel neglected, which is not a good thing, I know they're not the entire, and I said this before, they're not enti the entire serv um, services industry, but they're a large chunk of it, apart from the kudos of being, um, you know, Europe's financial centre um, and a global financial centre. And Britain is giving up the status for what exactly? Uh, the banks were mentioned in the white paper with one sentence, I think. 
Um, so yeah, the German press was already reporting that the the banks have given up on 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 the government doing anything for them. So they're just preparing for the fact that they're they're going to lose their passporting rights. They won't be able to operate across Europe anymore. Um, you know, and why why would the government do that? Why would they inflict that? Um, you know, that's a lot of lost revenue for them. Um, uh, but the white white paper was out yesterday, and um. Well, I take it there were slightly chaotic scenes in the Commons as the new Brexit secretary, Dominic Raab, um, wanted to uh, sort of comment on it. Um, but it hadn't actually been given to MPs yet. And and rather unusually, MPs asked the Speaker to halt proceedings until they can get hold of a copy. I think he didn't in the end. But there was quite a bit of um, a bit of uproar and, and chaos that they hadn't been given a copy, um, which apparently ran to 104 pages. Um, and Rob is the one who, well, his negotiating stance is also, um, well, we're not going to pay them the money if uh, they, they don't come up with a trade deal, um, which is like, oh, well, that's that's fantastic. That's fantastic news because we have to, you know, we have to basically um, give them the money um, because those are, you know, because they always make it sound like oh, we, we're paying them for special access. No, that's the money that we owe them under the current ob- obligations that we have with them. You know, that includes um, pensions for civil servants, etc., etc. So it's not exactly, you know, things that we said we'd pay in that are still running um, and will continue to run for a few years. Those kind of obligations where you can't just say, well, you know, it's like a, it's like a divorce, basically, where you have financial obligations and you need to, you know, it's not a... Uh, it's not money for further access. You know, it's it's not new money. Um, it's just money that was committed already. Where where the UK has to has to just um, give this money. And Dominic Raab is also pretending that this is part of the negotiation. And oh yeah, if we're we're not going to give it to, because what happens if we don't? And the fact that he's threatening this, I find is really stupid. Because if they want to go and make trade deals with other countries, I'm sorry, but how does this look? The UK won't honour its obligations. Well, who would want to make trade deals with us if 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 this is known? Um, so I'm, I I find it's a very irresponsible way of going about this. Um, uh, I've not had much chance, and obviously I haven't read the white paper, but um, um, I haven't had much chance to see analysis of it. The one thing I did see was that yes, it's just more cherry picking. Um, it's uh, it wants to. It wants to have some access for the for for goods. Um, it wants to have alignment to basically give up control on that. So much for sovereignty, um, and um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing for eighty percent of the economy. <clears throat> Sorry, so I'm not entirely sure what the government think they're playing at. Um, so the the verdict was that yeah, as you know, when you say this kind of stuff at a at a conference, a press conference after. Uh, after your away day then that sounds fantastic you know it sounds like a good first step and like you got some unity into the cabinet honestly the small things we're cheering right now it's depressing um but um um they just said um uh but for now sort of you know more than a year on when we've only got a few months left before we need to actually come to a deal to still come up with this kind of cherry picking and cakeism and apparently there's lots of things in there you know I mean Brexit was supposed to reduce red tape um but apart from all the third country origin and all the extra um paperwork that will be required for for companies 
um, once their third country, they ain't seen nothing yet. Um, but then what the government is proposing, uh, how to deal with tariffs, um, that would, would um, be due between the um, UK and the EU. Um, those, those kind of technical solutions that they're proposing haven't even been invented yet. Um, and, and how much extra that would be for, for businesses, uh, which would have to pay the tariffs and then, um, uh, and then, and then claim them back from the government afterwards, or even to, to, to figure out who would even, you know, who would even know how much they can claim back and just to sort all that out. That would be so much paperwork. That would be such a burden on business. And this government's always crying about how the EU is putting more, more burden on business. They're totally doing that. But I'm not entirely sure that is that is clear to the population. Otherwise, um, you know, there would be more resistance to this. It's just absolutely ludicrous. Um, so, yeah, so anyway, the... the, 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 the the um the overall verdict was you know this would have been a really good starting position uh, a year ago when Article Fifty was triggered something to for the EU to get their teeth into it and, and actually start negotiating with, but um nah um you know this this far on and they want to go into summer break I mean Brussels I don't blame them they're going to go into summer break I mean the UK has had enough negotiating time they've not used it with David Davis and his four hours this year. But, um, you know, the UK, the MPs also want to go in summer break. And I'm sorry, but, you know, there's not much time left. There's issues to sort out. Um, I don't really feel that they should take the summer off. Um, there's, there's too much to do and it's too important to the country. Um, and this is, this is how far they've got. So, yes, apparently it's not a particularly good um, um, first thing, you know, to come up with now at this stage in the negotiations. Um, so it's not looking particularly good for us. Um, and we, we seem to have gone from sun, sunny uplands, there's no downside to Brexit, to, um, you know, I saw an article in The Guardian, how to stockpile food or what what food to stockpile for no deal. Um, so we, we, we now seem to have gone mainstream that there's going to be food shortages this is this is how far we've come, and it's it's being normalised, and um, there's not enough uproar about about this, about what is this government doing. Um, what we should have, of course, is you know if Labour got rid of Corbyn and put a moderate there, someone that people could rally behind, someone who said, look, this farce has gone on long enough, um, we should just stop Article Fifty. We can either um, just pause it and think about what we actually want and come up with some workable solutions that actually fit in with how the EU works. Or we just call the whole thing off because we've already caused enough damage to the country. Um, but as long as they don't do that, and they're just chilly-shallying around, um, sort of complaining about, you know, things on the, on, on the margins, um, I, I really don't know what's going to happen to us here. It's, it's, it's quite a scary thought, um, and time is running out, we're going further and further and further, and, you know, I mean, before people was, I mean, my own mother was saying, oh yeah, it won't come this far, the government won't, won't let food shortages happen, well, are you so sure? Because now it's being reported that the government is making secret plans to, to stockpile processed foods, and, you know, this kind of thing is going mainstream now, I mean, when will people wake up? 
and go, well, actually, this is not what we want. This is not what anybody voted for. I mean, there may be a few nutcases who go, yeah, I'll take the, the food shortage if I can have sovereignty. Sure, but, I mean, they can't be helped, and there's always going to be people like that. But, I mean, the rest of us, um, who are either pro-EU and would rather work together and cooperate with other nations than to isolate ourselves and align ourselves um, with that big orange man-child, um, those of us, you know, in the moderates, the people who, who are not really interested in, in, in politics, all those people who think they're too busy to, to follow it, um, you know, I just, I just feel if, if everybody like that came together, we, should we not be able to stop this? It's just absolute madness and nobody seems to be doing anything about it. And it's just, it's just kind of running away. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's frightening. Um, um, so yeah, so that's, that's where we are. Um, not the best position and, um, yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see what the EU says now to the white paper. Um, I'll carry on with my day. I've got some work to catch up on today and, um, and, um, you know, the usual Friday tidying of the house to do, and I've got a fairly long to-do list, so I'll, um, I'll catch up with that. Um, and then it's weekend again already. Hooray. Um, uh, and yeah, the kids are knackered, but they've got one more week to go. Um, one more week, both at that school. Um, Henry tried out his new school yesterday morning and he was very excited about it. He had a fantastic morning. Um, so that's great. Uh, we also got Amelia's reports and SATS results. She was so worried about them. She made me open the envelope in the playground. Um, but she needn't have worried. She did incredibly well. I'm so proud of her. Um, what a what a fantastic report and you know results to have for sort of their last report at primary school. So um, so I hope that gives her a boost um, for going into the next year. Um, so yeah, so it was a uh, it was a day of good news on 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 that front at least yesterday. Um, so yeah, excellent. Um, and I'm sure I've got some podcasts to um, to catch up with as well anyhow thank you so much for listening lovely people and i do hope i can upload this later on um and i'll speak to you again soon have a lovely weekend bye for now